The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I've been speaking to a good friend of the show, Dr. Monica Perez, about a particular problem that affects women's health and is, uh, given to understand, more prominent among women of colour, and African women in particular. We do not know why, um, but I've been talking to Dr. Monica Perez, okay, about it. Monica, as a man, I'm never going to have to worry about this and looking into the troubles it causes for some women. I'm, I'm down glad of that. But what is a fibroid to start with? Hello, PJ. So what is a, fib- a fibroid? So basically, a fibroid is a growth in... Um, in around the womb or inside the womb and it's made up of uterine material so uterine in your womb material and also some muscles and the good thing is that uh, fibroids are non-cancerous growth but they can cause other issues but thankfully they're non-cancerous no they can get very big i believe yes they can so they come in different sizes and they also are in different parts of your um your different location rather so usually they're around the womb so that they can either be in the lining of the womb or outside the womb or uh or between the lining of um the womb and your muscles so they're basically anyway are they dangerous that is also dependent on the size because they because of their location and also their sizes. So some of them can be very, very, very tiny, as tiny as a pea. Yeah. And some can be as huge that you can actually feel it so as huge as a melon. That's how it's been described. So dependent on the location, the fibroids could actually um, cause some troubles um, from like the symptoms of like heavy bleeding or you could have them and you actually have no idea and they could be incidental findings. And can they become dangerous? I know they're not cancerous, but can they do harm? Yes, they can eventually. So especially if you have really big fibroids that are quite active and active in a sense that you're having the symptoms of the heavy, painful bleeding. So having this heavy, painful bleeding will eventually lead to anemia, which would also lead, which is like low blood count, which could also lead to other complications in your body. So in that sense, they can become dangerous. Sometimes as well, depending on your location, uh, if you're pregnant and you do have fibroids that might be obstructing the the canal, the, the birth canal, mm. it could actually maybe lead to um, miscarriages. It could also lead to like uh, difficult pregnancy, dangerous deliveries and things like that. So their, uh, their significance is literally, I suppose, dependent on their location and their size and the symptoms that they give to the, uh, the cause people. Now, I was listening to a documentary piece on BBC and I was surprised to learn that they are more common, considerably more common, in fact, uh, among black women. Do we know why that is, Monica? As far as I know, there is no uh, reason found yet. And you're right, they're quite common in black women. So in terms of fibroids, I believe about two to four people, uh, two to uh, two in ten people would have a fibroid, a woman will have fibroids. But out of that two, um, 80% of them would be black women. And there's still, I suppose, when it comes to women's health, uh, there's not a lot of research that I've been done in years, years ago. But thankfully, that is all changing. 
happen. But I do remember that there was a paper I read that um, there's some evidence that it could be linked to um, low vitamin D levels. And it is not surprising, especially in this part of the world, that um, black people actually tend to have low vitamin D levels due to the pigment of our skins and things like that. So mm. that could be contributory as well. But I don't know if there are other factors maybe in our DNA that could make us more predisposed to fibroids. There are so many so many um, diseases and conditions that are p- particular to different um, ethnicities and um, race. So I think this is one of them. That documentary piece that I heard did indeed refer to uh, vitamin D. But maybe you'd explain to me why. Uh, the vitamin D is a problem for black women. Basically, yeah. So the melanin, <laughs> our beautiful melanin. Yeah. So it is. So it it is protective, and uh, that's why the, in the incidence of uh, skin cancer, it's more common in lighter skin and fairer people. So the melanin and um, stops like uh, reduces the amount of sun we get into our, our bodies, and then in terms of. Um, being in a country like Ireland now that we barely have a lot of sunshine yeah. so you don't get enough of it and the later you get yeah you can't really um make your vitamin d and in terms of dietary sources as well there's not a lot of foods that would have vitamin d so in that sense that would cause low levels of vitamin d in um in darker skinned people in black people yeah and like you say some of the research is pointing to maybe a vitamin d deficiency so Would someone recognize symptoms, Monica, and would someone know when it was time to get examined? Yes and no. So the thing is that when it comes to women's health and especially our periods, we sometimes take um, certain symptoms as our norm because we've always experienced this. And even though it's it's quite uncomfortable, we just accept it because this is kind of our norm. Meanwhile, so things like heavy periods painful periods um bleeding in between the cycle um uh, unusual constipation pain during intercourse and all so those things can be non-specific because there are so many reasons for that so they wouldn't directly um point towards you having a fibroid the only thing that might maybe point to that is maybe if you have a fibroid that is outside the womb and is large enough to be felt on examination then that might be an inkling mm-hmm. but the other symptoms as well like you could get endometriosis with that so like the gold standard or the key message i want to get across is that if you do have issues with your periods and you have questions about it do not just accept it as what it is go to your doctor have a chat with your doctor and if possible maybe get an ultrasound which is not that easy to get in cork anyway but get it because that way at least you can see if you do have a fibroid and there are treatments available did i pick you up right there can they grow outside the womb Yes. So that was what I was saying. I suppose I didn't explain that properly. So yes, they are uterine material and muscles, but they just don't form inside the womb. So they can form outside the womb, in between the lining of the womb, inside the womb itself. So yes, um, I remember uh, many, many years ago, I took part in a surgery uh, and this uh, was of a woman that actually had a fibroid outside the womb. And oh my God, it was the size of a baby, a newborn baby, 3.5 kgs. And it could it could be you could feel it when um when you were palpating the abdomen so in that sense it kind of led us to that because it was big enough as opposed to somebody that might hide 
have it inside the womb and it's small enough that it cannot be palpated but it is causing like symptoms symptoms of even like urinary what we call urinary frequency because yeah. that large thing you know the way your bladder press on the bladder yeah. exactly so things like that can they be treated when they get troublesome Absolutely. Thankfully, science is quite advanced. So there are multiple treatments available and most of them are quite successful. You could have medical management with it, which is using hormonal therapy. So a magical contraceptive pill actually could work for this as well in helping reducing the size of the fibroids. And that could also help with the symptoms of the heavy bleeding. So for some people, that is sufficient. And if that's not enough, um, you could also have surgery there are different types of surgeries you could have it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have your womb taken out in a hysterectomy you could actually have the actual fibroid taken out mm. uh, or you could have um, so that's what we call like a myomectomy or you could have something called uh, uterine um, atrial embolization which is basically they just um, kill the blood supply to that fibroid. So where you still get to keep your womb and you still like fertility and everything is um, intact in that sense. And um, finally, I think there is hysterectomy if that is indicated, if that's what you want as well. So, yeah, so there's so many things that can be done for it. That is why it is important not to just ignore your symptoms and just accept it as what they're, especially when they are causing you discomfort. First port of call, definitely, though, your GP. Monica, thank you very much, as always. Thank you so much for having me. Monica Perez, okay, uh, GP in Cork. Courts 96 FM.